So autophagy is so many things, you know, anti-aging, rejuvenating, sort of, um, you know, prevention against all of these things. And then we can talk about more extended fasts for different uh, people, alternate day fasting to sort of speed up the process and, and sort of help people normalize their blood sugars and hopefully help them get off with proper medical supervision, get off certain medications and lowering weight. Well, and there are two key components to this. We want to activate autophagy, right? We want to activate like where our body's eating off its own nasty cells, right? The unhealthy cells, the cancer cells, the fat cells, you know, we want that state of autophagy. So I want you to talk about that. And also what we'll see and what Dr. Fung talks about um, as well is the mTOR. It's like when we activate mTOR and how the principles that you put in this intensive dietary management work to optimize these two things to help decrease the metabolic syndrome, the insulin resistance, the cardiovascular disease, the Alzheimer's, the cancer patients that you guys are known for treating. So I would love for you to hit the pearls on that and, and go into those key concepts, autophagy and mTOR. All right. So <laughs> Those are I hate, this is I hate mTOR. I <laughs> so I do not understand mTOR from a chemical or even scientific sort of perspective. I cannot analyze and tell you all the different intricate parts to that pathway because it, you know, if you can show them a picture, they will begin okay. to appreciate the compli how complicated it is. But let's start with the basics. So autophagy uh, is now something that we know and are aware of uh, in, in big part because of um, a Japanese physicist that won the Nobel Prize, I think it was in 2016 now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, where he showed that fasting would trigger autophagy. So it's not that autophagy hasn't been known for longer, but so this, and I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I won't try. So this doctor um, uh, won the Nobel Prize in physiology because he was able to show that fasting, so let's say that any period of fasting, but uh, obviously, and I'll explain that in a bit more detail. So fasting seems to trigger autophagy. Autophagy is exactly what you just described it as. It's probably a lot more complicated than I can describe it, but it really is your body's ability to sort of uh, eat, eat away all of its um, um, garbage bits that it wants to throw out of the body right? It's, it's called an anti-aging. I've heard it called so many things, you know, anti-aging, rejuvenating, sort of, um, you know, prevention against all of these things that you've just said, cancer and all these other conditions. So what this uh, physicist showed is that when you go into a fasting state, you trigger autophagy. And this is, this has to do with the whole idea of insulin in part. So as insulin seems to go down, the antagonizing hormone to insulin is glucagon. So then it is glucagon that triggers autophagy. So the question then is, you know, how long do you have to be fasting before you can trigger autophagy? I don't know. I think if I look at it from that perspective, it depends on your insulin status. So right. then again, we go back to our original conversation. If you're hyperinsulinemic like I was, have high levels of insulin, uh, if you have insulin resistance and you're going to respond to everything that you eat with much more insulin than you should, your insulin status is going to be higher than what it should. We talked about the labs as well. Then, you know, how long is it going to take? How long are you going to have to fast? 
in order to drop your insulin enough so that glucagon goes up. And once glucagon, which is another hormone, it's the antagonizing hormone, when glucagon goes up is when you trigger autophagy. And you want autophagy. Who doesn't? Um, if you, you know, it's a big topic. Uh, but, you know, we've just summarized all the wonderful benefits of it. There are a lot other uh, wonderful benefits to fasting that may even be related to this mTOR pathway that I don't even know. But Dr. Fung has talked about this um, in his blogs and in his books. He's written a second book on fasting. So um, we know that after a certain uh, period of fasting, your body actually produces more growth hormone. So then you build more muscle. And this makes total sense if you look at our evolutionary history. Um, you know, if you look at people that were had to fast, now we fast, it's a voluntary choice, but people had to fast for a whole number of reasons. Uh, initially, because they had to they had to, to uh, hunt and gather. So they fasted until they could get food. And that would be long periods of time. Uh, sometimes, right? They would go through. And so it would make total sense that their body would become stronger as they would continue their hunts so that they could actually fast and not the other way around. If they became weaker, the likelihood of them actually making a hunt would be, uh, would, would decrease. And, and then our, our genes and our species just wouldn't have, wouldn't have survived. So this has been, Dr. Fung would describe this much better than me, of course, You're but we awesome. do, oh, thanks. great. Thank you. So we know that we produce more growth hormones as well when we, when we fast. And if we exercise in a fasting state, well, that, that's just a double whammy, right? Cause then, uh, you're building even more muscle and we can, we can, we can actually see this, you know, through DEXA scans, people that do a DEXA scan before they start a fasting regimen and then check, do another DEXA scan a few months into it. You can see. And this is a really critical point because on low calorie diets, you see a decline in muscle mass, decline in bone mass in Absolutely. You know, very strict low calorie diets. But with fasting, with engaging mTOR, improving your body's natural ability to eliminate unhealthy wasteful cells right and um and that improves muscle mass improves bone density and i know too as uh, you know practice continue to practice and play with fasting just the increase in flexibility clarity i call it energized enlightenment that you get and uh, my programs are all keto alkaline so alkaline and in ketosis at the same time in working with my population of women has been just fabulous but getting into the state, and I think in, in numbers, you're absolutely right. Like we don't know how long it's going to take each individual unless you're testing mm -hmm. to figure out if, if they're in autophagy, right? Or if they're mTOR, um, what their mTOR level is. And that this should be somewhere between some two to three days, right? I mean, but it depends. But on average, for the average, well, like whoever's average, right? right. But it could be easily two to three days. Yeah, I think we always use the 72-hour mark as our kind of thing because we know that that's when the growth hormone levels peak. And I do think that this, again, if I, if I, if I could decipher the mTOR pathway, this would all make a lot more sense. But because I can't decipher it, uh, <laughs> then we just kind of use this, this range. It's, it's believed that some people actually do get some benefits of autophagy even through sleep. 
This episode of the show is sponsored by the Keto Green Shake Mix. The Keto Green Shake Mix is an all-in-one meal replacement shake that will help you with weight loss, give you more energy, help reduce hot flashes, and reduce your struggles with other hormone-related issues. It tastes great and will help you feel full longer. It is plant-based protein with zero grams of sugar and all the vitamins and minerals you need. Find Keto Green Shake Mix at dranna.com and use the code SHOW10 to get 10% off your first order. Thank you for watching this video. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel here and get those notifications and comment below. Let me know your thoughts, what you loved and what your action step is. 